Welcome to Know, Grow, Create with Cannabis. I'm Charlie Krebs, a Canadad, hobby grower in living soil, and a servant to the plant cannabis. Follow me every week on my journey to learn from the masters of our industry and get knowledge on cannabis and its array of uses and benefits. Get tips and tricks from heritage farmers and advice on how to grow your own personal plants in living soil. Then it's time to get creative and learn what we can make with all that beautiful ganja you grew from industry leaders. All this and more on Know, Grow, Create. So I've been thinking a lot lately and... um it really doesn't make sense for me to start this podcast without you guys hearing who I am. So here we go. <laughs> uh, I grew up in the Napa Valley and uh, grateful for all the things that were given to me throughout my life. I found cannabis when I was about 16, I would say. <laughs> like most, I had a pretty good experience the first time. Um, smoked way too much the second time and um, kind of turned me off until I'd say first year of college and um, ended up uh, up in Tacoma, found myself just <laughs> loving to use cannabis and um, it helped relieve things. And, you know, during high school, I was on Ritalin for many years and just hated the feeling. I just fell in love. I've always had a passion for food and wine and beverages and cocktails. I spent a lot of time making old fashions for my dad way back in the day. You know, I just loved the ritual of it. You know, when I'd see his car come in, in the driveway, I would break out the sugar cubes and put the bitters on it and just start muddling and had an awesome time. And um, I still love bartending to this day. That's been my career path for the last 20 years. Um, I know I'm jumping around here, but college was uh, the place where I really found cannabis and mushrooms. <laughs> Unfortunately, didn't really spend much time doing anything else. Um, this was 9-11, uh, 2001, when I was in college. And uh kind of had a big impact on me and also my family's life. My uh, dad uh, lost his business, um, who actually was insurance uh, with people in that uh, had businesses inside the World Trade Center. I also had a cousin who was um, at the epicenter uh, when it all went down. Just crazy to think of, but um, that's where my memory goes when I start thinking about cannabis. So got to be truthful and just uh, kind of put it all out there. Um, you know, ended up dealing to a lot of the fraternity guys. I saw something there that I really enjoyed, you know, is the plant and the plant is worth something and it gives people a great feeling and gives them relief and gives them multitude of things. And then uh, once I turned 21, I started bartending uh, quite seriously and uh, followed a girl to Berkeley area. That's where I really started using cannabis medicinally for back pain. Um, I slipped a disc, uh, lifting a keg. It was just excruciatingly painful. And um, the things that really worked were edibles. And um, it was great. I didn't need anything else. I didn't need any muscle relaxers or Vicodin or anything like that. I've just always really never liked the feeling I get when I'm on any type of pharmaceutical. So um, yeah, it's just been um, wonderful to see that transition of like looking at it medicinally. I um, 
actually interviewed at Berkeley Patients Group and uh, remember vividly, you know, them telling me that I, there was a very good chance I could end up going to jail, uh, having to serve some time. And back then when I was only 21, um, I wasn't enough of an advocate or uh, I just was too, it was too risky for me and just for who I was at the time. And even looking back, I think I probably wouldn't have done it. But um, where that led me, you know, I've, I've continued bartending and with continuing bartending, I just continued to have a pretty bad back, fell in love with cocktails as well, and just really loved, you know, the whole call it what you will mixology and um, just the craft itself. Also, being from Napa, you know, I've kind of learned through osmosis what great wine is all about. Ended up being a wine buyer and working for a uh, spirits company and was a sales rep and just really enjoyed talking to people and bartenders about what they're excited about, what they're making, seeing their creations. And it just, uh, it was just exciting. But the one factor with it all is just the days seem to start great. And then soon as it got later and later and people were drinking more and more, it just started to unravel. And I felt myself kind of, uh, you know, getting too loose. That was something I've kind of struggled with and matter of fact, still struggle with, you know, I just never know when to turn it off when it comes to alcohol. The beauty of that in some way is that it also has made cannabis just so much more attractive. It helps me kind of control my drinking, I guess is the best way to put it. I only don't need as much. Um, I can enjoy just a beer or two and have that be okay for the night. But I just love that there's something in the plant that kind of just, it's the it's the regulator of all regulators. I love that about it. And I think that's why, you know, it makes it so I don't have to go too far down the drinking cycle or too far down another bad path. So yeah, I think that's been something really exciting. Then I was very fortunate. I ended up working for Canacraft. I had some experience doing um, digital marketing and also sales uh, from the spirit industry. It was a wonderful experience. You know, it was just great to kind of see a company that vertically integrated, making wonderful extracts, still, you know, paying homage to living soil and quality, you know, regenerative or sustainable farming or organic farming at the least. And um, it was just, it was, it was a wild ride. It was like strapping onto a rocket ship every single day I came to work and you really didn't know what was going to come next. But uh, I love that about it. And it really just opened up my eyes to all the different applications and things you can make with cannabis and the people and the industry was just, it harkened back so much to what I loved about the bar industry, but without that last piece of the puzzle where everyone kind of started losing their shit um, when it got later and later. And, you know, if anything, people got more interesting as they got more high and uh, created just wonderful conversations. And um, it, yeah, it was just great to open my eyes to that. And then I actually, un well, Unfortunately, I was let go of the company um, about 11 months after starting uh, with a new CEO coming in, and um, that was a hard pill to swallow. Unfortunately, I wasn't at a stage where 
I could really wait to get the next job in the industry. And so I found myself going back to, to bartending and restaurants. Um, I've been involved with one here in Napa called Napa Palisades for quite some time. And so I went back to that, you know, it's been uh, a journey. I actually got to work at Fiddler's Greens and see how a small business is surviving and thriving in a lot of ways in the cannabis space, but also really hurting as well. And that was the part that was kind of hard for me to see that people really can't understand quality. And if you can't understand quality, that must mean that there needs to be better education. And that really has been something that I've felt from all of my years in sales is that if people aren't educated, they're not going to buy the product. You know, trying to sell them a three times more expensive bottle of vodka or gin is a really tough sell unless you have a beautiful story, premium ingredients, and treat it like a craft or an art form, which it is. And so is cannabis. And uh, that's what I love about it so much. Yeah, you know, it was just really unique to try to hand sell a tincture at a place where people are looking for 30% or more THC in their flower and price points an issue, which is totally understandable. But, um, you know, I always found myself wanting to figure out a way to make people see that they are getting a craft product from me. And that's kind of led to this podcast. I want to be a sponge. I want to be someone in the cannabis space again. I want to have my own brand. I want to teach my family and friends and people all over the world about the benefits of this plant. And I think cannabis and just isn't given its due, its dues. And I think we need to do that as, um, as a group and as a whole. And, you know, I'm want to take that next step and be a servant to the plant and help cannabis get the respect it deserves and see how beautiful it really is and the creations that can come from it. So uh, I look forward to exploring cannabis further with all of you. I think it's going to be a really great way to know more about the plant, to learn how to grow in living soil outdoors under full sun. That's what I love to grow. And so that's what I'm going to follow in my path. I know there will be people in different arenas from indoor and all the rest. And maybe we'll get into the nitty gritty of the differences. And, um, you know, it's just also people's locations of what they can actually grow. And then what I'm really looking forward to is what do people create with cannabis? That will be the journey that we're going to be on, on No Grow Create. I can't wait to start this journey with you guys and I appreciate your time. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next show.